Hey everyone, Zach Chubbin here at the beginning real quick, just to let you know that we are working with Coruscant Knights, Knights of Cantina, Starbirds, and Flight Risk on the Donate for Destiny campaign for the Child's Play charity. Child's Play charity provides toys and video game consoles for kids who are like in the hospital or maybe domestic violence shelters, and it just helps to kind of make everything a little more comfortable for them. The Donate for Destiny allows you to impact our dice pool. If you donate $4, you can add one light side to our destiny pool. The $6 donation will let the party re-roll any number of positive dice on one skill check per $6 donation for the session. Every $10 donated, and you can choose whether or not our destiny pool is all light or all dark. And again, for all of these, we'll shout you out on air and say thanks. And you want to make sure you send a message either via Twitter or email. If we can get $500, I would like to do a dice giveaway. As Tales of the Outer Rim could personally get up to $500 donated for this charity. So make sure you send us a message so we can enter your name in the drawing if we get $500. Alright, I'll let you get to the show. Hey everyone, just jumping in real quick at the beginning here. This is a prequel to the D&D 5e story that Ryan is running for us. When we do the inter introductions, we forget to mention John because I realized halfway through that I didn't start recording. So the first, like, I don't know, a few minutes are going to be pulled off of Twitch. So they might be a little bit quieter and then it bumps back up to good quality right after that's done. We will soon have a separate channel just for the D&D 5e. We're going to call it Tales of the Other Realms. So we'll let you know when it comes out. All right, I'll let you get back to the show. Have fun. Now that the uh, PSA is out of the way, take it away. Okay. So we are going to do a little D&D 5e, little backstory almost for the current 5e campaign that is running. We've got a handful of our regular players and a special guest player. Uh, we'll just start right at the top on my Discord. We've got Mike Pie playing Thrask, Tempest Fury, hyphen, Lizardman. Rawr. <laughs> that is the correct answer. Next, <laughs> next uh, playing Azro, we have Brooke. Hi. Then we have Zach playing Eelstar Catman. Rawr. <laughs> and, and join it. Those are the three from our regular 5e session. Oh, ours. Are we going to record this? I'm so sorry. I forgot to turn credit Oh, on. no. I'll just pull that intro out <laughs> from, from Twitch stream. Okay. People that have listened to the first episodes or saw the earlier stream, you know that the main group is working for a dwarf named Gundren. What's his last name? I can't remember. Rockseeker? Yeah, Rockseeker. Oh, my God. I'm so bad at this. Gundren Rockseeker. They are hauling some supplies for him from Neverwinter down to the town of Fandalen. Prior to that, though, 
a couple of these guys were willing to take on a task that Gundren had set out for them to explore a cave off to the northeast of Neverwinter. So I think I have everybody on the map. The circle, obviously, is Neverwinter. We did that before. We're going to be venturing off to the northeast here into the foothills and forests to be looking for some supplies. He says there may or may not be magic waiting for you. Before we leave town, he does tell each of you that you get two, that's right, two potions of healing. So basically, if 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 and when you choose to use those, we can just we'll just do the dice roll with the 2d4 and then add two to it. You get just basic potion of healing, not the any not just the common one, nothing fancy. We're not we're not he's not he's not made of money, not yet at least. He does warn you though that there is talk inside of where you're going of undead beings and entities and a cult that may have taken over this area who worships arachnids. Oh no. They're made of they're made of beans and they like spiders. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we leave town, does anyone want to do anything? Fast drinks his healing potion. <laughs> oh my god. You you do know that you're perfectly fine. I got two, right? Yeah. Star still drinks it. What does it taste like? Is it good? <laughs> oh no, I don't want this. <laughs> Only if I really need it. Okay, so were you at you should be at full hit points, but in any case, there's your you healed eight <laughs> hit points in case you did not. Grass just looks exuberant and ready to go. Get a little extra pep in the step. What's Bond think about these guys? I was just yeah. gonna ask, like, how how do I meet these guys? Oh, why don't you guys do a quick little uh, description of your characters for for Krampus? Sorry, I saw the picture. Uh, for John, tell him like just a brief like you can tell him race class if you want. They're asked Tempest Fury hyphen Lizardman. Uh, he is a lizardman. <laughs> he is a uh, he's an arbiter. An arbiter of the natural might and order in the world. I am Eelstar, uh, Catman. Tabaxi. Bad luck follows me wherever I go. Things just kind of happen. I don't know how long we've been to like working together, but if we're still working together, nothing bad has happened to the. <laughs> nothing really bad has happened yet. <laughs> it's canon. We survive. <laughs> <laughs> it's canon. You you know you know that you will not die. If we if we do, we get touched by some sort of deity. We get superpowers that we forget about until later on. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm Ezra. She is a Asimar cleric. Is Thrask and Illstar both melee or ranged or what? Thrask dominates. <laughs> Thrask. Thrask does dominate. I imagine you would probably know from working with me that I that I'm a caster. I use magic. When you look over Thrask, he's just standing there with a tree stump. He's melee. And he'll start picking his pockets. <laughs> well, if you don't like devotion, I'll just take that. <laughs> Thrask just holds up the other one, just staring at it through the light and just shaking it. <laughs> he ties it to his uh, he ties it to his waist rope with all his other little trinkets that he has on him. Thrask begins to leave town. Thrask leaves town on his own. Okay, is everyone else going to go with him? Yeah. Eelzar follows. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to add this damn potion of healing. Oh, don't worry. You like I'm keeping track too. 
these will not carry over past. Well, either road. either way, we'll probably get something of this nature later on anyway. So it's oh, like yeah. I wanna... uh, never again. I will permanently ban potions of healing after this session. They are too broken. Damn it. What have I done? Grass just drinks them anyways, like they're water. Mm-hmm. Or ale, if you prefer. Grass gets straight edged, focused like a laser. He's straight edge. Love it. Love it. He, he continues the Komodo march with or without the team. Okay. No, Eelstar is like right behind him. He's going to stick close to. Oh, whoops. Didn't mean to click that. <laughs> He's going to stick real close to Thrask, probably, at least for the time being. Thrask is the only one that, that listens to and puts up with them. <laughs> I'm going to follow since I'm new. Don't know what's going on with these guys. For the record, these guys are uh, still relatively new to each other themselves. Like, this is a. They, they're not too familiar. They Like, Gundren has kind of heard of these people. They might have heard of Gundren. You know, he might have put an ad out looking for uh, basically mercenaries, for lack of a better word. When I said that Thrask is the only one that likes Eelstar, that's just what, how Eelstar feels, because Thrask is the only one that, like, <laughs> pays attention when he's talking, like, just going off and telling dumb stories that are clearly, like, made up and fantastical. <laughs> okay. So everyone is venturing off. At least I imagine. We head off to the northeast there. Uh, your your journey to the foothills, no, nothing really particularly exciting. Just travel. There's no road, so you're kind of hoofing it. And you find yourself coming in to a clearing that matches the description that Gundren gave you of what appeared to be the entrance into the cavern, or dungeon, if you will. Thrask is in the perfect position. You guys will come in. You'll come in out of that clearing out of the south. They walk into this clearing, and it's a clearing surrounded by trees, and there's some stones. And in the middle, there is a statue with what appears to be, for my game, to be the image of a cult leader, almost. Like a hooded figure that is probably the leader of the group, if you, had, if you would have to assume. There are bones and bodies, like, screwing about. Yes, the maps that I got apparently have bones on them. I did not notice those on first glance. But yeah, there's, 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 you see. <laughs> Perfect. Thrask has Junior's bone. Okay. The, the, the ground is littered with, like, what appears to be some bones. They don't look very big. They almost look like they're the size, not necessarily, like. Chicken bones? You don't, they're, they're, they're not, they're not human bones. I'll say that. Question. Now, when you say cult leader, you see the statue is of a cult leader, or are there actual uh, NPCs somewhere on the map? Like, this right here, this statue in the middle, right, is uh, is in the likeness of of a, what you would know to be a cultist. Okay. Without getting right up on it, you can make the broad assumption that it is a cult leader. Like the but cult there are leader. no actual people here. There's no uh, living creep like none that you see at the moment. Okay, yeah, I'd like to perceptivize whether or not there's someone here. Oh my god, nope, <laughs> didn't see nothing. Roll four. Anyone else want to roll perception? Everyone, like <laughs> if everybody wants to roll perception, they can. I'll give you, I'll give you a chance here to, because Eelstar sees nothing. Like he sees, he sees the statue, he sees the stones. All right, Azra rolls a. God damn. (laughs) Azra rolls a 17. So, Azra, with your 17, 
you recognize that this is likely a place where they would like where a trap could be set. Uh, there's usually like your time in the service lets you know that there's usually patrols at this point. So if you don't see them, you know that they'll be coming. Do I see any like tracks? Absolutely. Absolutely. You see steps coming out from the south side of this statue and kind of looping around counter or clockwise and off to the north. But really that you do notice that there's a worn down circle around the the central stone with the statue. All right, guys, we should be cautious. There is a lot of foot traffic here and could likely be traps. So be on guard. Am I still within earshot of that? Yes. Okay. Sass disregards, and he's playing with his bones. Well, there's nothing valuable here, so, um, yes, I suppose I could help look for patrols. And then, at that point, oh, no. Azra sees, with her roll, because it was really good, that a single goblin is coming in from the northern part, heading down, like, just heading into the enclosure. And he's, he's just right here. He doesn't notice you guys yet. Nobody is out in the open. I mean, Thras kind of is, but line of vision with that stone tells me that he doesn't quite see you. It is a fair distance. It's 30 feet. He might not be paying attention. So now you have a goblin nearby. Thras lashes the bone onto his waist. Okay. Do we sneak up or do we... We could flank him. Oh, well, I can draw attention elsewhere if you'd prefer. We could be do teams of two. Oh, whatever. <laughs> do you want to... Well, I suppose you want to do the hitty-punchy parts. Uh, you can do that if you'd like. No, I'd rather be the sneaky-talky, distracting <laughs> one. I think I will I will begin going this way. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sneak around these, these stones. Okay. How, how far can I... Oops, that's not the one I want. Oop. You can move a fair amount. 30 feet? That's 30 feet, so yeah. that's my, my movement. Wait, actually, can I double? Can I do a double? Since we're not in initiative or whatever, can I just take... Yeah, you can, you can go to that rock right, right there. You can be back behind that one. Okay. But as you walk past this, I need you to roll a stealth check. Eostar is very sneaky. Very, very sneaky. Where's my... <laughs> what? Where's my... <laughs> I, I, no, I rolled a six and I got three, so I'm a nine. What happened to that stealth? <laughs> as he says, he's, he's looking back over his shoulder as he says that, and he trips over uh, <laughs> trips over something and falls face first before he even gets to the first rock. No, actually, can I get to the second rock right between the two rocks here? No, if I'm talking to her, I'm, I'm definitely like right here. <laughs> well, the good news is you you didn't get spotted by the second goblin who has now come out of the clearing to the oh, north. God. And is now hanging out on this side. So he's like right here. Did you want to you you can make it all the way over to that rock. Oh, so they, OK. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. It was far enough away that he did not see you. Yeah. John, what is what is Bond doing? I feel like the initial set of goblins who were hated by dwarves, like I want to go in. OK, you can you can absolutely go in. Like, I, I won't tell you that you can. He's, like, strolling in with your weapon on your shoulder, or are you just, like, charging in? Uh, I would say strolling in, but, like, banging the, my axes together. 
Okay. Okay. I got you. This gangs of New York. Warriors. Where are you going? Right there? Do you want to try to hide, or are you trying to make yourself noticed? I want myself to be noticed. Okay. And at that point, we will roll initiative. That was my job. Okay. So, it's going to start with Azra. I notice the dwarf moving forward, and I follow pursuit behind him. Okay. You're going to move and just basically try to be support at that point? Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. We are on to Thrask. As he hears the clanging of the door and hammers, it draws his attention, and he perks up from his bones, and he starts, uh, he starts hooting like, uh, like the Velociraptors from Jurassic Park. <laughs> and then for my action, he still has his boots, right? Or no? Yeah, you can have your boots. I, I was going to have that be a find at the end, but I have a couple other things I'm going to give you I have at the end of this that are not game-breaking. No, no thunder javelin. Thunder javelin! So after he barks like a velociraptor, can I do a run and jump to this location? Yes, you sure can. That is my action. Uh, bonus action. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you making a roll? <laughs> no. When you leap through the air, you notice a third goblin that was standing behind this rock. Excellent. (laughs) And he is going to get to shoot his short bow at you as a reaction as he was ready. Oh, he knew we were there? Oh, shit. He's heard the... As soon as he heard that roar, he perked up and was ready. He was sitting with his short bow out. He did call yourself out. The good news is he is going to roll with disadvantage because Thrask is a jumping blur. (laughs) So I will roll not that one. Oh, God, it is that one. Oh, God. How? How? How do I? Why do I always roll so high? It's not even fair. I mean, Thrask is, a, Thrask is a beefy boy. I think he can take it. Yeah. Uh, that, which, which am I taking? Uh, you are taking the top one. with dis- that's, that's the disadvantage one. That's 95% of my health. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the bottom one was a crit. Yeah, so, I saw that. Yeah, I'd have been... Uh, so like, you will take eight piercing damage. Yep. This arrow comes out of nowhere as you're coming, and it just kind of thunks into your side. Does he react at all? Thrask? Yeah. <laughs> you asked about casting Shillelagh on his true stump <laughs> for the bonus action? Yeah. And then for his action, he's going to bash the one he was aiming at or like targeting in the first place. Oh, <laughs> you bet your bippy he can do that. Bippy, bippy. Oops. Did that? Oh, hang on. Dang it. I'm clicking the wrong shit. <laughs> I forgot to change it to my wisdom. One second. Oh no! Uh, yeah, all those all those rolls are so nice. I can't wait for you to roll a seven. It's gonna be like a, a nat uh, one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Twenty three. So Thrask, I'm gonna go with you were like that arrow enraged you. Does that does that seem fair? Do you think Thrask would be bothered by the, the uh, arrow that I would came say and he hit was him? Annoyed. Uh, as soon as like. He was brought snapped back into like to pay attention to his surroundings. He had one objective, and that was to kill the goblin that he kind of saw. So like oh. he was mid pounce, and like he's just ready to like kill that first gabo. And then from the like his left, like he sees the arrow, 
And then he's going to turn and then look at the next Gabo. Okay. Well, I, I tell you what. <laughs> this goblin... This, this goblin didn't stand a chance. The second... <laughs> this goblin was almost peeing itself in fear. Like, it, it, it might have voided its bowels in fear of the... Enormous lizard that flies... The giant through. lizard flying through <laughs> the air. But yes, he he's dead. Like, he, he, he ain't alive. You, you violently and brutally murdered him. Can Thras be like when he was jumping, just like Superman through the air? Yeah, absolutely. Trump, uh, tree stump out in front of him. It just starts to glow with shillelagh and he just collides and bashes that first Gabo. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Nice. I love it. That goblin is dead. He is upside down on my screen. Let me draw a freehand scribble on him. He is dead. Yeah. And then he turns to face this Gabo. And that should be the end of my turn. Okay. And here comes Bad. Can I make it to that right goblin? Oh, yeah. You can. It's it's close enough. I'll say that you can get right up in melee range on him. <laughs> you guys. You'll start some ninja. All right. And then I still get an actual. Action. Yeah. You, yep. You get to have an action. That was just your movement. And then to use my dual wield. So you get to choose what you what you attack with, but you you'd suffer no setbacks from using different weapons. You can use your glaive, your war pick, or your hand axe. I never asked you what you had equipped. You can do any one of those, and I will say that you had it equipped. Okay. Well, let's just use the glaive. All right. So you'll just click on that glaive, and let's see what happens. Oh my god! The plus six, and you still didn't. Oh man, that's too bad. A ten. Oof. So you swing your glaive at this guy. <laughs> And it comes up, and he is able to deflect it off with his shield. I think that was a move and an action. I don't think you have any bonus actions. I better look and make sure, so I don't, I don't lie to you. No, that's that looks like that would be your turn. So we are on to Eelstar. Eelstar is prepared. Can you tell me what kind of weapons I see these gobos wielding? You can see that the goblin on the far side of the clearing that shot Thrask had a bow and arrow. Right, right. That's piercing. Had a short bow. And this guy right here has a <clears throat> scimitar. You know that, basically, because go most goblins fight with a scimitar in close range. Okay. I'm going to cast Blade Ward and give myself resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. And then that's my okay. action. So then... I'll use my maneuver, or my movement, whatever it is in this one. Uh, I still want to be out of, like, not sight, but, like, yeah, I guess out of sight from this other goblin. So Well, he's he's engaged with Ban. No, I'm talking about the one on the far oh. side. He's got a bow and arrow. He's the one I'm concerned with the most. Roll me a stealth check. It's going to be an easy stealth roll. I just want to okay. see that you don't trigger a reaction from him. 23. <laughs> yeah, he uh, does not notice you sneakily crawling around as you get to the next location. Excellent. Yes. All right. And now we got some Gabo turns. All right. So this goblin on the right side here that's engaged with Ban is going to take out a scimitar and try to hit him. And we'll give it a roll. Okay. So I don't remember what your uh, armor class is, John. I think it's 16. Is that right? Yeah, it's 16. 
Okay. So you he's able to hit you with his scimitar, but you take and so you would take three slashing damage. So you would just take three damage, that's it. I, I have a feeling that your dwarf would just laugh about that. He would. And then this other goblin that shot Thrask is going to see that he can't escape this. Like he saw that Thrask was able to jump that gap. So he's going to run up like a mad lad and try to hit Thrask with his scimitar. I love how that snail looks like you're like breathing something or have bad breath or something. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it looks like. It does not hit. Yes, so he, this goblin comes up. He's clearly terrified. Like he shot you and he was pumped that he shot you and dealt some damage and he was all excited. But he watched you just ignore that and crush that goblin's skull. So he's kind of freaking out. Thrash just stares at him coldly. He slowly starts to stand up to full height, just staring down at the goblin. You're a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And, and with that, the goblin's turn is done. And we are back to the top with Azra. Do I see injuries on my uh, teammates here? You saw Thrask take an arrow to the like side <laughs> that like pierced into him. And you saw that the other goblin was able to basically land a cut on Ben. (laughs) But Ben's cut doesn't look bad. Thrask's bleeding, but he's okay, I think. The arrow's sticking out from just below his ribcage. You see (laughs) a strange black-blue ooze coming from the wound. All right. Everyone's really far away. So I am going to rush towards Thrask. Okay. And that's all I can do at this point. (laughs) Okay. Oh, was that more than 30 feet? Yeah. Uh, By how much? I think it was... It's like by 10, I think. 10, yeah. I think it was. You were like back here? I thought you were here. I was like here. That's 30. Oh, 35. Uh, that's fine. If you want to have an action, if you're trying to like do something for Thrask, you can. Yes, okay. That's fine. I uh, rub my hands together and grab his shoulder. And... Oh, so she just goes, hey, by the way, she runs up, Thrask, you feel a hand like touch your side where that arrow was, and suddenly the pain is just gone. Hidden healing. That's that's awesome. The arrow doesn't come out. It just gets sucked inside him. Oh, <laughs> no. It, it heals around the arrow. The arrow's still there. A new a new spine appears. <laughs> the air, If the arrow needs to be removed, then I suppose that somebody will have to do that. Ooh, let me pull it out. It may or may not open wounds. We'll find out. Don't worry. I have mending. All right. Did you make sure to adjust your HP, Michael? I have. Fantastic. It is now Thrask's turn to contemplate life. Thrask bashes the gabo. All right, shillelagh style. Jesus. Oh, I got a nat 20. Nat 20. I think that's a yes. That's a, that's a. Oh my God, this tree sized shillelagh. (laughs) Thrask just stands out full height, still, still kind of like lizard breathing. And then just out of nowhere, tree stump just wham, top of the gabo's head. This, these poor gabos. I mean, like, I, I feel bad for them, but at the same time, I don't. This goblin just gets decimated. Like, I mean, there's, I, I got nothing for him. He's literally just 
He, he fell the way of his brother. And then for the bonus action, can I just rip the arrow out and throw it on the ground and then start hooting again like a velociraptor? Yes, I want you to roll a D100. One D100. You take it out with no issue. Okay. And throw it on the ground. And this last goblin who is engaged with Van is going to find out real quickly that his friends are dead. Wu-Tang Ban ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> uh, <just> be, yeah. <laughs> All right, and we are on to Ban. 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 So I'm laughing after the last hit I got. I'm going to abruptly stop laughing, and I'm going to headbutt the goblin. Can I just <laughs> roll like a regular melee? You know what? Roll your hand axe, because I think that'll be the closest, and we'll say that you're headbutting. That's fine. A 25 <laughs> with 8 damage. It'll be bludgeoning damage, not slashing damage. So, Bon, tell me, tell me how this, how your headbutt ends this goblin's life. Oh no! Just that skull crushing force with my helmet. Okay, okay. He walks up and like you're right there. You're pissed that he hit you, and you're just full on headbutt, just like Zidane style, just crushing his skull in, basically. Mm-hmm. Is that. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we did. Yep. Well, by God, that one's dead, too. Good job. I, I had your backs. Yes. Very good job. And with that, we are out of combat. What does the group want to do? I'd just like to note that we beat all three of their, <laughs> their heads in. Grass crushed two skulls. Hey, for the record. It's a serial killer calling card, but it's a group. Body count doesn't count towards the regular campaign, Thrask. Dang it. Okay. This is, yeah, this is, the, this is kind of for this individual story and all the pre-stuff we do. Yes, any pre-stuff you can have, like, that, that can be the building of the, the competition between Eelstar and Thrask on body counts. Okay, so out of combat now, what are we looking to do? Do they have anything shiny upon their persons? Oh, you want to do a, we can clear the turns because we're done. Light of hand, or is it investigation since I'm actually, like... Uh, let's see here. I want you to give me investigations, fine. But is sleight of hand also fine? Nah, not particularly. All right. Poor <laughs> Eelstar. Which one were you looking at? The one that the you're one next right to? The one right here, yeah. This, this mass of crushed skull and sadness that's right next to you. Even with, even with your, your sad roll, they're rolling a five. You find on this person a jewel, a single jewel. Ooh. It is. It, it, it looks to you to be a diamond. Ooh. However, oh. upon looking at it, you can tell that it's not a true diamond, but looks to be some type of, like, part of, like, a mechanism. Okay. That like some it's, sort of focusing crystal or something. It's 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 like it's it's an item. It's almost like a key uh, without being a key. It okay. looks like it's part of a, a machine that would or part of a mechanism that would allow you to enter somewhere. Something I could sense magic on. You could try to sense magic on it. Is that a thing you do? Yeah. Fantastic. Go ahead. Oh, I have to use a spell slot, though. You know <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> OK, never mind. Eelstar has changed his mind. Okay, so Eelstar finds this diamond that isn't a diamond. Ooh, shiny. <laughs> Put this away. Thrask, 
What do you got going on? You just carving notches in your bones? You carve two notches into the bone that he picked up earlier and is attached to his hip. He okay. then looks at uh, Azra, right? Is that your name, Brooke? Yeah, that's, that's correct. Okay. He's going to look at Azra and say, Eye for an eye. And then he hands the potion over. <laughs> All right. Okay, so <laughs> Thrask no longer has potions, and Azra now has three. <laughs> and then he gives her his eye. No. <laughs> but he wants hers. He has his hand out, like, give me. Fun fact, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a background trait of Thrask's. He's uh, honor-bound. A deal is a deal, and he never breaks one. Oh. You heal him, he'll heal you. Awesome. Good to know, even though I can't <laughs> heal. <laughs> if only Eelstar could do things. Sucks to, to be you. <laughs> I actually can heal if I get if I get real lucky. <laughs> okay. Bon, what you got going on? I'm going to sit down and lean against this rock and drink from my flask, muttering about filthy goblins. Azra, what do you got going on? Great question. You said that the tracks before lead north. Yeah, there, there, there's like a small little, little path that like goblins can go through, but that's about it. Like, there's, there's nothing really to the north that you see that would be particularly interesting. So I, I don't know where to go from here. You start going to this goblin. <laughs> you can. I mean, you can check out the bodies, you can check out the statue, you can... Damn it. Same rule. I mean, you can... There's there's things to look at here. So if... So would a religious or religion check, would that give me any indication of more information about, like, the statue? Or no? Uh, yeah, you can do that. Absolutely. I just don't know how... Uh, this works in 5e, so... Oh, no, that's fine. Go ahead. Do a, do a religion check. Let's see if... Let's see if Bahamut has given you any wisdom on this. That's beautiful. A, ni- a 19. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I assume you're looking at the statue itself? Yeah. You don't need to remember this name because I'm literally making it up right now. You looking at this statue know this guy's name to be Kathoth. Yep, that's okay. Write that down. Yep, write it down. Kathos. That's, that's canon. It is canon. He is the <laughs> the the leader of a cult who worships arachnids. Kathoth Arachnidman. Spiderman. Spiderman. <laughs> oh god, is that what they call themselves? <laughs> Spiderman. Spiderman. Maybe his name is Kathoth Spiderman. You don't know. You just know him as Kathoth. And because you rolled high, you know, based on that statue, that it is a a false statue. Like, there's a way to have that statue move. Like, it, you know that it can't be physically pushed, but you know that something needs to be placed in it. Is that cardboard? <laughs> 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 so it needs it needs a key is basically what you're saying. Potentially. So you see you see Eelstar just kind of wandering back and forth <laughs> between goblins with this little crystal in his hand, and he's just kind of like rubbing it between his finger and thumb. He's like, ooh, yes. Oh, tight. hold on though. Hold on though. We're not done. Eelstar wanted to loot or check the investigated the other two. 
Yes. You found two more gems, one on each one. One, the first one was a diamond, but not a diamond. The second one was an emerald, but not an emerald. And the third one was a ruby, but not a ruby. Damn it. What does it mean? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Azra, you know that there's only one gem that needs to go in. Oh, is there a clue? <laughs> uh, or can someone else with- help? <laughs> Eelstar has these gems between his fingers at the sunlight, like, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) So this place oddly looks like a druid circle, something that Thrask would recognize. Okay. Is there a way for Thrask to, like, sniff out or perform an arcana check to see if this place has some kind of residual mystical energy about it? You know what, Thrask? You can absolutely do an arcana check. Thrask, as you look around, you notice the circle... And you're familiar with, you know, like Azra, you're familiar with this type of setup with like a a lock. And you know that if the wrong gem is put in, that the statue will not move. If the right gem is put in, it will obviously move. And if the third gem is put in, it will melt the statue and you will not be able to enter. That's what I was worried about. Let's just throw them all in. <laughs> No. (laughs) But you know that the gem that needs to go in is not clear. It is unclear which one goes in. (laughs) (laughs) Thrask is er, not Thrask. Eelstar still isn't paying attention. He's just wandering around looking at his gems. I I call Eelstar over. Huh? Yes, what? Yes. Over here. Ooh, more shinies? We need to figure out which one of those goes into this slot, but the wrong one could destroy it all. No, these are mine. But it could be valuable inside. Mm. You speak truths. <laughs> all right, which one do I put in? Does that see the hole where the like socketed jewel goes? Yes. Okay. He begins to lick the hole. As long as I only have to give up one. <laughs> to lick it? Wait, you said you licked it? It's the taste. Does, it, does it taste like rubies, emeralds, or diamonds? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows diamonds are saltier. <laughs> Brask, I'm going to need you to give me a investigation check. 16. 16? Okay. Uh, you, as you lick this, you realize, like, you can tell that the, the grooves of it, we, like, you would be able to tell which stone goes in. If you were holding the stone in your hand okay. and put it in, like put it up onto your tongue, you could feel the grooves and well, the stones are in Eelstar's hands, right? Okay. Yes. yes. In a single hand. Yes. Eelstar's next to him, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Thrass is going to put his mouth around Eelstar's hands with the rocks. Oh, oh my God. What is that? Uh, don't. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is not. Please help me. What are you... what? Just pushing him away with one hand. Your teeth are so very sharp. Please. <laughs> All you hear is just like uh like cat purring. <laughs> it's not yeah. coming from me. <laughs> oh, it's coming from Thrask. <laughs> <laughs> I just let all of them go into his mouth. All right, let go. I let go. They're yours now. Okay. With that, Thrask is able to identify that the emerald will fit into that groove properly. Okay. He spits out the other ones. Into, uh, until you uh, starts hands. You'll start pretending he spits, like he's not interested, but then picks them up when no one's looking. <laughs> and then he spits the emerald shape one into Azra's hand. 
Black. <laughs> All right. Um, I slot it in. Okay, and as you put it in, the statue starts to rumble. And melts. And it doesn't melt. <laughs> that would be so mean of me. That would be a really sad ending. Be like, okay, no, great session, guys. And now we are going home. <laughs> you hear what sounds to be like a mechanism. It's not so much that like the role that you got didn't let like give you the whole picture on what this mechanism was. Instead of the statue moving, you notice that the floor or the rock surface that this statue is on is starting to slowly shake and is going to start moving down. Like it controlled and it's not falling. It is it is like an almost like an elevator. Grass grabs Bindoli. I say I fall backwards down into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, everybody falls into the... Well, okay, technically only one of us fell in. Oh, he fell. <laughs> All right. And with that, you come down and you find yourselves... Ah, dungeon. In a dungeon. This is where the recording ends for now. We will let you guys finish this next week. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, again, we're going to have a separate channel for it, so just be ready for that. And since we're still on my channel, may the force be with you.